Well, 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 the Philadelphia Eagles fall in Tampa wild card weekend by a final score of 31 to 15. The Eagles drop one to Brady. Um, and it was a tough one. Let's just say that uh to start off here to begin. Uh, it was very brutal to watch this game. It was just like ripping your heart out piece by piece. Um we got shredded today. Let's be honest. All right. We got shredded. Um, I hate to say it. Tom Brady is the goat, you know, got to give him his, his respect, his credit. Uh, it was tough. It was tough. But what I will say is we lost, we went down at least trying to fight right to the defending Super Bowl champions, even though it did not look that pretty, who knows the bucks might even go back to the Super Bowl. Um, we're going to talk about Tom Brady and all. I mean, he absolutely just took advantage of us today. Like I figured he would. I did not think it would be this bad. I didn't think uh, Jonathan Gannon would let him play like this. But, you know, what What? What else should I have expected? Given that the entire season, this is exactly what Jonathan Gannon did. And uh, it, it, was a, uh, it was definitely a tough one today. You never want to see your team go down like that. Shout out to MC, new channel member. Thank you so much. For joining the fire take nation um welcome on in everybody uh let me be honest here so before we dive into this game uh shout out to the philadelphia eagles you know um they overperformed this season we overachieved in a lot of different ways i picked this team to win six games eight at the most we ended up winning nine games and we ended up uh going to the playoffs which nobody ever expected as a seven seed we did a lot of good things this year there were also some bad things, um, but we did overachieve by getting to the playoffs. So that is at least a positive. You got this experience, right? You have this experience for a lot of these young guys who can then take this on the chin and use it, you know, to kind of like fuel the fire going forward. That's the positive about this. But on the other hand, see, I could have handled losing this game and I'm not even that mad right now because I knew right in the preview video, I said, we probably had about a 20% chance to win this game. Now, I was wrong because I picked this to be a 26 to 24 game. I was way off. Uh, we came out doing exactly what I did not want us to do, which we will get into, but we just got absolutely shredded. I've never seen a playoff game look so easy than this one today for Tom Brady. Like I just, I've never seen something look so easy, especially when you're down a couple of your weapons. It was just, uh, it was just absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah, it, it was bad. But anyway, um, what I will say is that, like, I, you know, I, I was okay with losing this game, but I was not okay with losing it this way. I was not okay with losing it this way. You know, you're down 31 to nothing. You're getting literally ran off the field. I mean, mishap after mishap. Like, this team was not prepared in the slightest to play a playoff game today. And a lot of people deserve blame, all right? Um, despite the entire season, today, just simply today, Nick Sirianni had a terrible game plan. Um, did not have this team prepared one bit, all right? Jalen Hurts played absolutely terrible. Most of the receivers on this team... Played absolutely terrible. Our running backs couldn't get going. Our offensive line had timely penalties. Jalen Rager can't catch a punt. 
Then on the defensive side, like I'm literally listing the entire team. I might as well just list the entire team. Jonathan Gannon playing so soft to begin this game. Let Brady come down first possession, second possession. You know, just let them keep having yards, keep having yards, even though you're down Antonio Brown, even though you're down Chris Godwin, even though you're down Leonard Fournette. I mean, we're just playing the same way we played all year, and Gannon did not make any adjustments the entire year. Um, that does not look good for his head coaching gig or whatever, just being honest. But everybody, even Jason Kelsey, who I think had one penalty the whole year, had two penalties today. That usually doesn't happen. Um, our punter, Aaron Sipos, who started off this season looking really good, he shanked a punt for 27 yards. I know the conditions were bad, this and that, but really 27 yards and just the decision-making in itself was bad. I mean, Nick Sirianni didn't put Jalen Hurts and the rest of his team in the best position to win. And for the plays where they had a chance to get something going, Jalen Hurts was missing throws left and right. A couple plays he tried to make ended up coming back on penalties. Like, you know, I mean, I can think of like three to four penalties off the top of my head that were just absolutely inexcusable. Um, and, you know, we finally get a momentum play. We finally get a chunk. And then, you know, those are just things you can't do in the playoffs, right? You have a timely penalty. Um, the, the officiating was pretty bad in this game, but there were also some that we just can't make. You know, we can't do those. Um, and Brady absolutely shredded us. So um, I'm mad at a lot of people. In itself, though, am, am I really, like, so disappointed today? No, because I didn't even expect us to be here. And I think going forward, you know, having three first-round picks and having at least this experience is good. Um, but I wish we didn't lose like this because let me tell you, right? Let me just put this out there and I would love to know whether you agree or not. Every single day of this off season, every single day, we are now going to have a debate about whether Jalen Hurts can be the quarterback moving forward. I wanted him to come out here and play at least decent today, right? Maybe we don't have enough to beat the Bucs, but at least play decent, at least play decent. But no, you played absolutely terrible. And now all we're going to hear about is, well, should we use two of those first round picks and, and get a quarterback? You know, should we trade for a veteran quarterback? This, this and that. And you left no room for just optimism in that in that category, in my opinion. So. Oh, man. Getting into the uh, statistical part of it, I mean. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 43 times. That can't happen. 258 yards, touchdown, two bad interceptions. He's scrambling out. The biggest thing to me today with, with Jalen Hurts is like, one, you didn't put him in the right position by calling these terrible plays. But like I say every week and the last couple of weeks, you guys have gotten on me. You guys have gotten on me because I said Jalen Hurts has times each week where he looks like a good quarterback but for the rest of it, he's shaky. And I think it is time to really put this into perspective how the teams that we beat this year, like, were they really that good? Nah, like we were even struggling last or two weeks ago against Washington in a clinch game. And, you know, it took us to the second half to wake up. Slow start, slow start. We start slow in this game. There was no coming back. I knew about midway through the second quarter, there was no way we were winning this game. And the chance we had, you know, even before half to at least put points on the board, you guys can say all you want. Oh, well, it was good to go for it on fourth and fourth. No, it's not. And then fourth and 10, you go for it. You don't get it. 
And then, then we get the ball back, and Hurts throws a bad interception into the end zone, trying to hit Devontae Smith. Another thing, we don't even get the ball to our playmakers. That's another thing that I just am frustrated with because Miles Sanders had four carries for three yards in the first half. Devontae didn't even have a target. Yeah, we started getting Devontae touches in the second half. He had four catches for 60 yards, but when you needed it, you didn't even go to your guy. And the first couple times you go to Dallas Goddard, he actually makes plays. Now, he did have a bad drop, which he has had this year. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I just – now we're going to have to hear is Jalen Hurts that guy. And, I again, like I said every week since I said, you know, in week two, I just don't know. I just don't know. And, and I'm leaning towards the no side. I like Jalen Hurts. I'm rooting for him. I want him to be that dude. Did, did we expect you to win this game today? Probably not, but did we expect you to play like this? You just can't do that. You just can't do that at all. Um, but, yeah, you know, Nick Sirianni had a terrible game plan. Like, how come every single play, it's like I read what we're doing. I'm sure you read what we're doing before we even do it. I'm, I'm watching, like, the same 12-yard curl routes. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, switch something up. In the first quarter, like, I was actually happy that we had Jalen on some designed runs, but a lot of them were RPOs as well. And let's be, let's keep it a buck, man. Jalen Hurts cannot read an RPO. I wish he could. I really do. But he just, he can't read the RPO. And him and Sanders just didn't have that connection. Jordan Howard, I don't know if he was hurt or what. He didn't even touch the ball, okay? And Boston Scott gets one carry and he runs for a touchdown late in the game. Boston Scott should have at least gotten some more touches. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, if you look at the carries, right, Jalen hurts was our leading rusher. He had eight carries. He had the most carries by the way. And then he had 39 yards, which just can't happen. Just can't happen. And Sanders had seven carries for 16 yards. I've been really high on miles. Sanders was the hand bothering him. I'm sure it was, but Sanders has to show up more in this game as well. It was a bad, you know, all around game for the offense. I mean, I, I can't really think of much positives other than Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith late in the game. It was way too predictable. You know, what I expected the Eagles to do, like I said, the only way the Eagles had a chance in this game was to run and run and keep Brady off the field and run and run and use multiple attacks, use multiple looks, right? Get Jordan Howard going downhill. He didn't even touch the ball. You know, use Miles Sanders, get, get those chunk yards, use Boston Scott, like do a bunch of different things and have Jalen on a couple runs as well. And we just didn't even run at all. Like, it, like, we couldn't get it established. Our line did not play well. This is probably their worst game of the year. And the, the Bucs were not fooled at all. And as soon as, you know, I was questioning going back and forth. Like, should we take the ball first if we win the toss? We ended up winning the toss. We gave it to Brady. And, you know, it, it was just bad. It, I mean, it was bad. We The offense played terrible. We'll put that out there. But let's be honest, okay? The defense was terrible as well. I know they had some sacks. Ryan Kerrigan had his first plays of the entire year. He probably had the best game out of anybody on defense. I think Kerrigan had two sacks in this. One and a half. One and a half sacks for Kerrigan. Okay, but let's be honest. Kerrigan was going up against a backup right tackle because Wirfs got hurt. Then he, he tried to come back in. Couldn't. Uh... And then they had a backup right tackle in, and that's pretty much the, the weak link. And we ended up sacking Brady like four times, I think. What was it? Let's see. Yeah, four times. But, you know, 
I just don't understand Jonathan Gannon, okay? And I told you guys, Gannon would be a main part of us losing this football game, okay? Now, the guys have to play better. I get this and that. But in a game where the wind gusts are so high, in a game where you're you're down a couple weapons in terms of the Bucks, right? And Gannon just comes out, and I you know what Brady is going to do. He is one. He's the best for a reason, okay? He doesn't need to go down the field. He will literally take two yards at a time, and he will go as far as his players take him. Doesn't matter who's out there playing with Brady, but the fact of the matter is. You got to come up and press and it, you know, dink and dunk, dink and dunk. We get, they get all the way down. And, and on the first drive, we have a chance to stop them. And who else? Derek freaking Barnett. Now I thought Barnett got pushed a little bit on that, that penalty they called, but the fact that I'm at, and by the way, he did hit him in the hip, so it shouldn't have been called, but it's Brady. They're going to give it to him. And, and it's just, it just fits perfectly that Derek Barnett has to be the one to get a uh, a roughing the passer. And, you know, that's probably chalked. Like, Barnett's probably chalked on this team. Uh, he's one guy that has to go, in my opinion. And we just gave him too many chances, and we didn't capitalize. And when we had the first drive out of the second half, we had a chance, and we couldn't convert. We could not convert. And that was pretty much it. You know, we had a chance. Even if you score before half, get some points on the board, and then you score after the half, like, you're back in the game. You're back in the game. So, I mean, that's just kind of how I feel about it. And, you know, I agree. The defense wasn't terrible. They at least made some plays, but there was just nothing else they could do. And I wish we were, I wish we were more aggressive. Getting to the other guy that I haven't touched on, this is the last thing I want to say, because honestly, the third quarter, the fourth quarter, I don't even want to talk about it because it, it the game wasn't relevant at that point. We ended up scoring a couple garbage time touchdowns. The Bucs were letting us come down the field. At least we tried, I guess, right when out with some fight. But holy crap. All right. And I'm not just going to dog this guy all day, but Jalen Rager has to go. And I'm going to say something here, and I don't want you to, to get all up in your feelings. I'm just giving my take, okay? There were so many, so many Howie Roseman lovers, and they are out there. They love Howie Roseman. Did he have a good season? Let's see. Howie Roseman had a decent season, okay? He got this team back where they needed to, got some good first-round picks, right? Devontae was a good pick and all that. Howie had a decent season. But let's be honest here, okay? We need to stop this favoritism of players that just can't do it. Now, should Sirianni be even putting him on the field? Well, to be honest, he took him off the entire – I mean – we have pretty much taken Jalen Rager out of every opportunity that he can screw us up, except for one punt return. You are a first round pick and you are, you are returning punts every day. That is your job. Work on returning punts, get better at returning punts. You're not even on the kick return. You're strictly on punt returns. And you're going to tell me that you muffed two punts. The first one before he muffed the first punt. Okay. I was watching the game with my father. And I told him, okay, Jalen Rager came up on a punt and he was waiting for it. And the ball went behind him and he had to turn and the ball bounced and rolled for like 10 yards. At that point, I said to my dad, Jalen Rager can, he cannot be out there the rest of the game. He is going to mess something up. How do you not even line up a punt the right way? 
And then what happened after that? Jalen Rager, he goes to think about calling a fair catch on the next punt return. And then he gets scared because he doesn't call a fair catch. And he reaches his arms out as long as he can as a defender is running into him and drops the punt and gives up the touchdown that pretty much put it out of reach. And then on the subsequent drive, he drops another punt. It is it is inexcusable, okay? And for all the Howie lovers out there, I'm tired of this pride thing, okay? I'm tired of, well, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside's still on his team because he was a top or a second, a high second-round pick. Now, he's got to go. Jalen Rager, got to go. They got to go, man. I'm tired of this, like, ego thing where it's like, oh, well, I picked these guys. No, no, they have to go. The experiment is over. There is no way Jalen Rager survives that, that muffed punt. There is literally no way that he can survive that. Your one job, Jalen Rager, in your second year is to return punts, and you can't even do that. Okay, that's enough about Jalen Rager. I'm sorry. I just had to rant a little bit, and it's it's more of a rant towards Howie Roseman as well because, like I said, everybody's on the Howie train now. No, he should still go as well. And guess who's making the first-round picks? That's right. It's Howie Roseman. What else on this game? That's pretty much it. The Eagles got dominated in every category. Not only was this a game where we got outdueled by one of the best, but this was also a game where everything in its right mind went wrong for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I knew into the second quarter there was no chance we were winning this game. Um, and every everything went bad. So that's just how I feel about it. Overall, I'm I'm glad that the Eagles, you know, overachieved this year. At the end of the day, we have three first round picks, which is nice. I don't trust the people in charge making the picks. And you do you guys want my honest take right now? Just obviously, you know, I'm still fired up from the game. Okay. Even though I'm not even that fired up. Here's what needs to happen. Because when I look, and I, I still need to do more research on this, but I'm looking at these quarterback you know, quarterback prospects and all that in, in college. And, you know, you want to know something? Howie Roseman is going to draft a quarterback. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we're going to have this conversation every day of the offseason. Howie's going to draft a quarterback or sign one or something. What he needs to do is trade for a vet because what the Eagles have here is a top-notch wide receiver who's still young, but he's very good. We have a guy that can catch the ball, tap his toes, all that, in Devontae Smith. If Devontae was used the right way this year, he probably has 1,300 yards. Devontae is a great receiver. Sanders, in my opinion, although he had a bad game today, is a pretty good uh, back, although you got to you know count on him staying healthy. And Dallas Goddard is a pretty good tight end. You need, you need to go out and trade for a veteran quarterback. That's what I would say right now at this time. But that, that's just my thoughts on it. Maybe I'll change my opinion on that. But as of right now, I think this Eagles team needs a dude who you can say, all right, go win this game. I would look for a veteran quarterback. If it's not there, fine. But I would at least inquire about it. MC with the $5 donation. Thank you, man. Says, let's move on. We need Howie to go. MC, shout out to you for becoming a member as well. Thank you so much. And I agree 100%. Nobody's going to say it, though. They're going to say, oh, what a great season. We won nine games. We did this. We have three first-round picks. You watch what happens when Howie makes those picks in the draft. You watch how he botches it. And I'm not trying to hate on Howie just to the death of it because he did do some good things this season, and I will admit that. 
but we need to stop this favoritism of, and you know, we saw it the last year under Doug. This is how I know it's Howie Roseman because under Doug Peterson, we brought Alshon Jeffrey back and put him over Travis Fulgham when Fulgham was on fire. We brought Jason Peters back in the lineup or on the field when Jordan Mailata was on fire. We moved Andre Dillard, messed him up. Like it, Dillard is still here. Okay. Jay Jaw is still here. Jalen Rager is still here. Howie has a pride issue and he's not going, he, he needs to get rid of these experiments. They're just not the guys. And that's just kind of how I feel about it. So I think we need to go out and get a quarterback. Um, Nick Sirianni's at the presser now. We're gonna, I'm going to read your guys' comments. Don't worry. Keep letting me know your thoughts in the chat. If you, if you haven't yet, hit that thumbs up, by the way. Um, let's go ahead and listen in on to what Nick Sirianni has to say after this one. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's going to give him credit and all, but holy crap, man. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned after what I saw. I, I'd like to trade for a vet quarterback, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, and listen on in. Shout out to everybody up in the house, man. Prepare the team moving into the... All right, let's see. Here we go. We saw some uh, uncharacteristic mistakes and some characteristics. Do you, think, do you think some guys let the moment get to them? You know, we know that you can't make mistakes like that in the, in the playoffs uh, against a really good football team, and, and we did. Uh, I don't want to say the moment got, got too big for them. I just think we made some, we made some mistakes. Uh, coaching, it always starts with me as a coach. Um, there were some coaching mistakes, and, you know, there's going to be guys that are going to want some plays back out there. Um, but I, I didn't feel and I didn't sense for a moment that it, the moment was too big for him. It was a great. Shout out to MC with the $5 donation. By the way, what do you guys think about Nick Sirianni? Are you sold on him moving forward? Do you think he's the guy? Is it, I guess, not normal, but is it okay? Not okay, but are you at least assured that Nick is the guy based off of pretty much how pathetic the game plan was today? What do you guys think about that? MC with the $5 donation. When Rager muffed that punt and I saw Rager out there again, I was like, what? It's unbelievable, MC. And not only that, they brought him in for a screen the next play. Oh, and that's another thing. Thank you, MC. Was it, is it just me or were we so conservative? Now I know the win, right? But it, it looked like Nick Sirianni didn't even trust Jalen Hurts to throw a ball at all today. Not that he gave him any reason to, but I, you know, they were back to calling him Nick Screeniani. They were calling him Nick Screeniani. I felt like every single ball was a screenplay in the first like quarter and a half. I'm like, I'm like, is this our offense? No Devontae, nothing. Jalen missed Quez deep early on. Like he, he had a good look, didn't even do that. But really, we just went to all screens. My, in my opinion, Nick Sirianni had a terrible game today, but at least he adapted this season and adjusted and got better. You know, at least he made improvements and, and ran the ball. And I think that as you go on, you know, as a rookie head coach to win nine games, even though some of the opponents weren't that good, at least he got the job done in that aspect and got us there. But Jonathan Gannon, to me, did not make any improvements. He did not make any improvements. The, the numbers look good, but it, it just it did not pan out. It did not pan out. And I, I, I'm just going to say right now, I want Jonathan Gannon to go. I said this before the game, honestly. I want him to go. I don't want Jonathan Gannon. If Jonathan Gannon is the coordinator for this team again next year. We are in deep, deep trouble. 
we need another defensive coordinator. I'm sorry, Gannon is just not it. And I, I was at times I was wishing for Jim Schwartz today. That's how bad it was. So it's it's unfortunate. But yeah, I'm seeing and Rager, like I said, he he misjudged catching a punt, let it bounce, and then he muffs two punts. It's just sad. Like that is your only duty. And he's just not surviving it. If Jalen Rager's on the roster next year, we are in trouble, man. We are in trouble next year. But I like what Sirianni did this year. I think he can build on it and, you know, I think he's a good guy and I, I think he's going to work. I think he's going to work on it and take this on the chin, but it is tough for your first playoff game. So. <sighs> Sean said, is it Gannon or the players that he coaches? Well, I mean, it's also some of the players, you know, we, how long have we been screaming to draft a linebacker, right? That would probably help. Um, but it is partially the players too. You know, they got to be better, but I just, I see the same tendencies from Jonathan Gannon. Brady knew exactly. Like there was even that that touchdown where he hit Gronk wide open in the in the end zone. Brady knew that we were sending the house. Like he read that off the rip. And, and it, it's just like Gannon every time does the same. He comes out the same way. Every stat line is similar to what Brady had today. In real time, he was like 29 for 34. Finished 29 for 37, 271 yards. Pretty much Brady. Missed about like three to four passes today, but we didn't adjust, man. And I, I'm just tired of Gannon playing the same scheme. It, it really is annoying. It works against these bad quarterbacks, but not against Tom Brady. We knew what he had to do or at least try, right? Go out swinging. It's frustrating, man. Good atmosphere here. Uh, but that that never that I never felt that out there. We just we just didn't make make some plays. And we didn't coach good enough at the end of the day. Mistakes were the coaching mistakes. Well, again, anytime you're not, you're let their defenses or pardon me, the they score 17 points early on, and the offense has zero points. Or you're, you're not putting your guys in position to play, so uh, position to make plays. So. You know, we we had to do a better job of that. I thought I thought the defensive game plan for uh, Tampa was pretty good uh, with some of the run blitzes they were they had on, and and there were some things that you know we would ha like to have had some more runs early on. Um, but you know, you have to adjust to the way they're blitzing things off the edge, and and some of the answers sometimes is just spit a look out off to the side. I think there's probably four or five. Um, runs that we ended up getting out of and they did a good job and we spit it out to the to the perimeter because of their run blitz uh and then they did a good job of rallying to it and uh you know so i i, I take that responsibility we weren't we weren't good enough with our answers against some of the run blitzes i thought that we got away from the run way too fast Thought we got away from it way too fast i, I knew that was going to happen if we went down in this game and you know someone says here that we shouldn't have gave it to brady to start that's true but we also shouldn't have got a 15-yard rough in the passer, and then we shouldn't have let them score. Like, we had a chance, and we just, you know, once Brady gets going, like, it's pretty hard to stop him. Um, JD says, we don't need a veteran quarterback. Okay, fine. What do we need? What do we need? Or, or is Hurts the guy? What do you guys think? Jalen uh, had today. What did you make of his performance? I'm Hurst. sorry, I missed that first part. Some of the issues Jalen Hurts had today, and what did you make of his performance? Uh, you know, obviously I need to go back and watch the tape. Uh, again, we weren't as crisp as we needed to be on offense. I thought there were some good zone read things that he did and read the, and read the, read it pretty well. Um, you know, a couple of the early, the early things that happened, you know, I don't I, like some of the early third downs weren't necessarily his fault of what happened. Again, I'll have to watch the tape through it. It's not going to be, 
he's not going to, it's not going to come out as his best graded, graded game. And it's not going to come out as a lot of our guys, best graded game. So um, I'll have to watch the tape to get further, further uh, answers for you. But uh, again, just, just not a crisp game. And that always, again, that always starts with me as the awful game. Sean says, why does Gannon get head coach interviews if he, if he is the issue? In my personal opinion, I think the numbers look good against some of these bad teams in the second half of the year, but when you actually watch it, like he's just, I don't know why he gets head coach interviews. I don't know, but I hope he does get a job. I really do. I really do. I can assure you Gannon should not be the coordinator of this team next year. And Omar says, as much potential that Hurts has, uh, I'd rather have a vet quarterback in a trade. He misses his receivers too much. This I agree with. Um, there were way too many missed throws today. Some of them came at a time when it really didn't matter anymore. But, you know, he's just missing guys way too, like, over the head. He can't throw it downfield like that. And I'm, I'm rooting for Hurts. Like, he's a good kid. But I just, I, like, a lot of me leans towards the point where, like, he's not it. Right. And all that all the Jalen Hurts, I guess, stands or whatever came in last week and or the week before. And they're like, see what happens? You were on them too quick. No, nah, I just call how I see it. Like I've said every week this year, he has points where he looks good. He looks like he, he can be that dude. Things start to connect. But overall, he misses guys so much, man. Big timing, too. Like he needed to make big throws today. I'm rooting for Hurts, man, but it's it's tough. It is. And I didn't want to see him lose the game this way. So the head coach and then another quarterback. We're always going to take responsibility for that. Yeah, it, it definitely it definitely hurts because the goal is never just just to get to the playoffs. The goal is to get in and, and, and do some damage in there. And so that was everybody's mindset. You know, we were confident coming in uh, and our that was our mindset that we were going to do that. And whenever whenever it doesn't go as planned uh, and the season ends, you know, in playoffs, it's, it's even harder because the, then it's just over. Right. It, it's going to hurt. And but I just think, it, you know. I've always appreciated uh, about the football season that it's a journey and you got to and you got to appreciate the the journey that you went through together as a football team, uh, the meetings, the practices, the the training camp, um, you know, the training camp practices, the training camp up in New York against the Jets, just all the things that built us into the team that we the 2021 Eagles. And so, you know, and so you get sad because and, and, and you, you feel that it's sad because it's over, right? You're, you're, you're so happy that it happened and the journey happened and the relationships that were built, but it hurts and it stings because that journey of the 2021 Eagles is over and it'll, and that team will, will never be the same again, right? There's going to be, there'll be, there'll be changes, right? It's, it's very, uh, never does a team look exactly the same as it did the year before. And so I just, I just think it's a special group of guys. And so you, you're going to, you're sad because the journey's over and, and, and hopefully you get as many of those special guys back that you can because the whole the whole group's special. Um, I respect Sirianni saying, you know, all the right things. Um, Trush, I see what you're saying here, but here's my problem with, with your opinion here. I think that the Eagles, like if they have a quarterback that they believe in, you need to target defense. You need to target a, a really solid linebacker, right? Maybe even some trench help, maybe even some secondary help. You need help on his defense. You need some playmakers. My problem is 
if you don't have the quarterback you believe in, yeah, you can build this team around, but you know, then how are you going to get the guy that you want? And if the the right vet is out there, I think this offense has enough playmakers right now. Obviously, they still need more, but you need to get the guy that you believe in. And it's up to this team. Like, what do they think of Jalen Hurts after this season? And it's like I said, it's it's very um debatable now after this entire year in a nutshell. Like there was ups, downs, and an unfortunate ending, but it's just hard. And, you know, this is a huge draft for us to really get some good playmakers. And we have good young talent, but we got to cap it off with the right piece. So, you know, it's, it's really going to be interesting to see where they go in this draft. In my opinion, uh, shout out to MC with the $5 donation. Thank you. Says the drive at the end of the first half with the INT. We needed a quarterback deliver to deliver that touchdown to Devontae. That was a terrible decision. In my opinion, uh, he was rolling to his left, had about five guys chasing him down um, and tried to squeeze that ball. In. And he just doesn't have the zip on his arm, you know, and, and there were a couple other throws where he tried to hit his guys and he it just sailed or, you know, and, and there was even a play early where, you know, the one where he missed Quez Watkins deep. Like my problem is that he he scrambles way too fast. You know, he's just he's got quick feet and he's just. It's like he's so nervous every time he drops back. Like, he, he leaves the pocket way too fast. Way too fast. And, um, you know, I, I just don't like that. He needs to learn and work on that. I don't know if it's just a, a matter of having that it factor or just, like, getting getting more experience maybe. But he just leaves – he scrambles way too fast, and it's frustrating, man. It is. Um, I said to the guys that – just the foundation when I came in, the, the like when we stepped in here, the foundation was very solid to begin with, and we just continued to grow, continue to grow it. And so, um, I'm grateful for that. And, uh, yeah, it's just it'll just be it'll just be hard that you know, we're not we're not game planning next week with our game plan and our offense and defense and game plans, and we're not meeting with the guys. And, and so, that's what that's what hurts, and that's what stings about it. Nick, it took a while for you to get Devontae involved offensively. Was that something Tampa was doing, or if not, what 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 went into that? Well, you know. Early on, again, you always want to get your playmakers going as early as you can. But again, the defense dictates some of that, and and the amount of plays we had dictates some of that. You're, you're, you know, we really didn't have a good drive until um, was it our third or fourth drive? Maybe our, our fourth drive where it was sustain a sustained drive, um, but no doubt. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. James, what's going on? Give me your guys' thoughts about everything in the chat, the uh, the future, this game. Obviously a tough one. We were down 31 nothing. Like, don't even look at the final score. This was not a close game whatsoever. We got it handed to us. We did. And I thought the few opportunities early on we had a chance, you know, to really establish ourselves. We just didn't capitalize. And it's tough. Um, but, yeah, let me know. Do you guys think Jalen is the guy moving forward? Do you think Nick Sirianni is the coach moving forward? Let me know. I mean, that's my job to get Devontae going earlier because um, he's a heck of a football player. Uh, and of course, we want to get him going. But some, there's different things that play into that. But I'll, you know, I'll accept that. That's 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 that starts with me, regardless of how the drives are going. But, you know, um, yeah, so definitely got to get him going earlier. And, and he wasn't and he wasn't a part of it early. There were some things called to him in the in the defense, uh, you know, early on. Uh, defense forced the ball to go somewhere else. So you, you want to get them going, but you also don't want to force it to what they're doing. What happened on Jalen Rager's punt, and did you consider not putting him back out there? Well, um, he the, the the muff punt right there, the wind was messing messed with him a little bit earlier in the game. 
Come on, uh, Nick. And, you know, it looked like he came up. Again, I'll have to look at the tape exactly what happened, and I'm, I'm going I, to I the defense that. to try to help get that thing going. So I didn't have a chance to talk to Clay about it. Obviously, I saw it. It just looked like he misjudged it and came back. No, that's not what happened at all. He got scared, and he lost it. But, you know, I feel bad for Nick in the sense that, like, he has to put Jalen Rager in at some point or some way, right, because he's still here on this team. He's a, a first-round pick from last year, but the experiment is over, man. Uh, Jalen has to go, Jalen Rager, and uh, J-Jaw has to go. Like I said, we need to cut our losses, go forward with the young core that we have, and just keep getting better. You know, we can't keep holding on to these guys. It's just annoying, man. It really is. So, um, sure. Like whenever you, whenever you have a mistake or or something like that, you know, that's a big mistake. You always are going to be like, hey, what what's the next approach? Does Greg Ward go back there? Well, Greg Ward had had back spasms and and uh, and he was out. And so we would have explored that option. Uh, you know, he got another opportunity, made a good play, but then he and they made a, a mistake again on that. And he's going to want those plays back. I, I and uh, we'll we'll get back to the drawing board and fix those things. But as far as why we stayed with Jalen, it, it maybe you know. I'm glad he made a play after that. Again, not happy with the one that happened after the the play that he made, but uh, it was more so about Greg being being out. So pretty much what Nick is saying is that Jalen is so bad, and if it wasn't for Greg Ward being injured, then he would have pulled Rager out of punt duties. Jalen Rager is a first round pick. Like we, this is a whole different discussion for another day, and we we've talked about this before. But, like, just the evaluation and, like, we just need somebody else. Like, yeah, how we can manage the cap and this and that. We need some other guy with football background making our draft selections. We can't keep doing this. Like, Devontae Smith was a great first-round pick, but he was a top-ten pick. Yes, it was nice to jump up in front of the Giants and get him and this and that. But, I mean, when you draft top five, top ten, Usually you like it's hard to miss on those types of guys, right? But every time after that, like we just we keep missing. We keep missing and it's not good. Could you imagine if we had a tandem of Justin Jefferson and Devontae Smith? Could you imagine those two on his team? Like it would be nuts. It really would. But um, yeah, we need we definitely need another receiver. Devontae can be that dude. Goddard, I think, is a lethal weapon. Right can just be like a Swiss Army knife through any defense, and Miles Sanders to me is still very good. But we need another receiver. We need it bad. Shout out to uh, Connor with the five dollar donation. Thank you, my man. It says trade one of our first for a twenty twenty three first and twenty twenty two second. Then next draft trade up with two firsts to grab Bryce Young. I mean, you know, you, you can never put it past Howie Roseman. You know, I'm sure Howie's already thinking about a quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Howie Roseman drafts a quarterback this offseason. The guy loves having a quarterback factory, as he calls it, and I could see him doing that. What I would do is rather look in the veteran free agent, or not free agent, veteran trade market. If there's any guys available, um, I think that's what we need. I'm tired of going through this process. We have guys that can at least compete. We need a guy with some experience. We can't just keep trying. Um you know, in the early rounds. I, I mean, we can, but I just, it's hard. It really is. Look at the guys that win Super Bowls. They're, they're the best. They're the Brady's, the Roethlisberger's, the Manning's, Mahomes, the Rogers, those types of guys. They are the ones that win Super Bowls. You need to get a guy like that. 
that's just how I feel about it. So obviously two possessions. It's never good. You wanna you don't you never want to be down those two possessions, but the way you built this offense particularly, how much stress does that put on you to be in that situation? I think it would it would create I, I know I know what you're getting at there with like as far as being a run first team, it's hard to be down 17 points. Um, but I think what you've seen from our offense the entire year is that we are an explosive offense, uh, even though it were run first, run first offense. And so I didn't feel the I didn't feel the stress until we went down, you know, maybe 24. Uh, I felt like we could play, you know, our game still, you know, where we were mixing it, um, you know, maybe passing it just a little bit more. Um, but the explosive plays weren't there, weren't there today. Again, um, anytime the explosive plays aren't there, I'm, I'm always going to put myself in that situation first. I'll have to see the numbers of what we were, but, you know, some of our explosive plays came on some, you know, when we were down and they were playing a little bit softer. Um, and so, uh, but I don't, I didn't feel that, that press um, until, you know, we were, we were down maybe 24, nothing. Um, you know, again, I, yeah, what we, what we, we're all going to say for today's game, you know, he didn't, we, he didn't play his best game as we all know. Um, but you don't take the, the, the body of work that he had for, you know, 17 weeks. And I know he didn't play in two games. So 15 weeks and, and say, you put everything on this game. Right. And I know we're all judged on the last game that we played. I understand that I fully, I fully get that, no, but Nick, we're I judging felt really, you know, I felt like Jalen grew throughout the year. Um, and he got he got better as a as a passer. He got better as a as a you know. At that point, my question is: If he grew so much this year, then how come the game plan was so tentative today? Why was everything so conservative, man? So conservative, like it, it just it was not anything that I could have really trusted. As soon as our running game got shut down early on, it was just it was not it. It was not it reading the defenses, getting the ball to the right place. He, we, he developed so much in his ability to extend plays of not only making plays with his feet, but also making plays downfield on the scramble. You know, I know the one today, you know, uh, he scrambled through the interception. He had some other good scrambles that were good plays though as well. Um, so I, I feel really good with what we have in place right here at, at the quarterback position. Uh, he, he played, he played, I thought he had a great year and he came and he came a long way. And that's what I expect from Jalen just because of the type of football character he has, the type of character he has, the toughness that he has, the love for football that he has. I can't say enough good things about uh, Jalen, the player, you know, the, the, the person um, and the, and the player. And so uh, I feel good um, about him. Uh, I know again, this was the game that, you know, none of us are going to be satisfied with me, him, uh, multiple guys on that football team. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really pleased with how he came along this year and, and uh, the leader he is on this football team. Yeah, you've got two, more guys. two more questions. Then we'll read some more comments. Also, let me ask you guys this. Like, what do you think if you had to rate from like, like an A, B, C, D, or F, A being the best, F being the worst. Like, how confident, like, if you could predict this upcoming offseason, what do you think is going to be the grade for this offseason? Like, how pretty much how confident are you? Do you think Howie Roseman and this organization can do an A-plus job at, you know, making the right decisions, drafting the right guys, or is it an F where you think they're going to absolutely, 
you know, blow this thing up and just make it so much worse? Are you in the middle? What do you guys think? Yeah, you know, you never want to start slow, um, regardless of who you're playing, because in this league, anybody can beat you at any time. And uh, um, but, you know, there's less margin of error uh, in the playoffs. We, we you know, that is something that we we definitely talked about that, you know, the the assignment, the assignment and the technique um, that happened. In the, those are important no matter what game, game one through 17. The assignment techniques important. Man, Jalen had 16 touchdowns and nine interceptions on the year. Ten rushing touchdowns, but, man, it, it, there's going to be so much controversy, man. Super important. But it becomes even more important, you know, when the playoffs come. And so um, it, it's just the mistakes get amplified. You can't turn the ball over three times uh, like we did today and beat be a quarterback or a team, you know, a quarterback like Tom Brady or a team like the Tampa Bay Bucks, or a coach like Coach Arians or a coach like uh, Todd Bowles. Or it, you, you can't do that. Uh, and so those mistakes just get amplified as you go, as you get into this, this style of football. Nick, last one. Nick, when this defense struggles, uh, it typically struggles for the same reasons opposing quarterback aside. Why do you think that is? Well, um, again, I think that we definitely got better in, the, in as far as going through – you know, challenging a little bit more um, and challenging a little bit more, getting our rush home a little bit more, um, you know, uh, pressuring a little bit more. I think the defensive coaches made good adjustments as the year went on. So it wasn't the same. It may have been, you know, some percent uh, quarterback completion percentages as the year went on, but it, it's not like it was against the same bullets that we were flying at him at, at those quarterbacks. And so um, we definitely – you know, Coach Gannon and I, we've talked through it, you know, being uh, where we were in completion percentage that doesn't sit well with us. Um, you know, we played some good quarterbacks too. But, you know, again, it should never it should never be, uh, ex you know, that high. You know, it's not our standard of what we want it to look like. Um, but credit to credit to Tom Brady and, and you know, he's he's seen everything uh, that you could imagine. And um, he, he was he was on it today. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right, that's Nick Sirianni. Last time at the presser this season, I see a lot of C's and D's, D plus one B up in here. So we we think somewhere right in the middle, and I would kind of agree with that. Um, you know, I, I just I don't have faith in them drafting guys, especially below ten. Uh, and we have three picks, so it's going to be interesting to see whether they package those together, get us another playmaker, get us a quarterback. You know, it's just really tough looking at who we played and then looking. Um, you know, at the weapons we have, did Jalen have good enough of a season that we needed him to have? Did the coaches put him in the right positions all the time? We kind of really changed our offense after week seven. So there's a lot of like ifs and man, it's just uh, we can't afford to miss anything else in the draft. We can't afford to miss anything else in the draft. And if you want my opinion, like I said, I think Nick obviously has earned another year in my eyes. He had a terrible game today, but I think Nick has earned a year. I hope Jonathan Gannon is not here. That's just my personal opinion. And in terms of Jalen, I'm leaning towards the side of no, not being the future, future guy. If you want to give him another chance and try, maybe, maybe upgrade the rest of the team. But I think if, a, if the right veteran quarterback is available and the Eagles have this much firepower, especially when it comes to first round picks, I wouldn't put it past Howie Roseman going out there and getting a quarterback. I wouldn't. So... That's just how I feel about it, but um, 
other than that, I mean, you know, we still have a lot of young guys. It was a tough game, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. You know, I mean, Eagles ran into a really good team today, the reigning Super Bowl champions, uh, Tom Brady. You, you had to pretty much play a perfect game against them. That's what we did in 2017, 2018. That was, the, you know, you had to outduel them, and that's what we did, and we beat them. But today, our only hope was keeping them off the field, running it well, and we just didn't get going uh, in any of that. So, Eagles fall 31 to 15, and uh, the Eagles are eliminated from the playoffs. I'm looking right now, the Cowboys are down 10 to nothing. So, at least we have that going for us right now. Um, I really hope they lose. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting playoffs, interesting offseason. I think there are some tough decisions that need to be made. I think some dudes need to get cut. That just, you know, you got to cut your losses. You got to get rid of these some rid of some of these guys and uh, you know, you got to I mean, the Eagles are not in a terrible place. They have a good young core going forward. That's what I think. I think the Eagles have a good young core, especially when it comes to offense. Hurts I'm not really sure about. There's good. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of in between, but um, it, it does sting going out like that. So those are just my thoughts. Um, appreciate you guys hanging out all season, talking, chopping it up. We'll have some more talk on it. But other than that, if you haven't yet, feel free to uh, hit the like button. Shout out to my guy Philly Mike up in here. Philly Talk Podcast says it was ugly. It definitely was ugly. It definitely was ugly. Like I said at the beginning, I can handle losing. I'm not overly frustrated, but losing this way definitely hurts, no pun intended. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens as we go forward. Eagles fall. Bucks move on. Shout out to them. Uh, they played a really good game today, and the Eagles got to use it, take it on the chin as a learning lesson and get better. And we'll see what happens this offseason. But thank you guys for being here once again. Everybody have a great rest of your weekend. Go 49ers, and uh, y'all have a good one, man. Catch you on the next one. Peace.